And so, all of the members of the Trust who can make it gather here in the back room of the Stumbling Tiger. Everyone's chattering. Nobody's quite sure what's happening. And that's when Nana steps up to a podium and begins a presentation. <clears throat> Ladies, folks, <clears throat> gentlemen. I've gathered, we have gathered all here, as you know, to deal with the emerging threat that we now know of its location. Slide, a projection of the blueprints that were discovered are shown. This is Grey Dragon Island, the secret base of the, of the cult of the bloated woman. On this island, they are, slide, shows a diagram of the rocket ship. They are preparing to launch this. A rocket into space. Aboard the rocket is a satellite. That satellite will enter the atmosphere and, when the rocket is destroyed, will be orbiting the Earth, helping to, when it aligns right over the middle of the Indian Ocean, slide in the center of this triangle between Kenya, Australia, and China. It will be the fourth point in a pyramid 
to create the summoning of destructive dark forces. Slide. As we know, the rocket will be shooting out of the top of the volcano, and there seems to only be one entrance down through there. However, entering through the top of the volcano is something that we should consider. Slide. The last thing we know is that, as far as we can tell, this island is protected by beasts known as Deep Ones. This seems to be a sacred spot for them. These creatures were described as being orangish in color, as opposed to the Innsmouth ones that we are aware of back in Massachusetts, and that they are very, very deadly. I do not ask that everybody go on this charge onto this island. Not all of us are capable of combat or fighting. But if you are able and willing and going to go into this charge, then Godspeed, and may Allah guide you through your, through your lights. Whatever gods you believe in now, pray to them. And may we all see the end of this. We shall begin strategic discussions. If anybody has anything they wish to say now, now would be a good time. I was actually introduced to planning. Oh, yes. I forgot the last thing. Uh, Mr. Newsom, would you care to explain your invention? Okay, so we're uh, banking off this idea. Now, obviously, we gotta stop these guys from sending the satellite into orbit, so I've decided to uh, use this to my own little advantage for all of us, I should say. Now, the plan is me and my team of scientists, we have constructed this, uh, well, a satellite of our own. Uh, Suppose you want to put it in. Suppose you want to measure. Okay, yeah. Okay, so we have constructed this satellite of our own here. Now this uses one of the gems that I've collected over my journey. We are going to send this into orbit. It will collect and send back the energy towards the Earth in form of a beam. It's the logical conclusion of my famed laser gun. Jack Malone pipes up. What's it called? We have decided to uh, dub it the Newsome Sphere. <laughs> I see. Now, this should be massively powerful in our test down here on Earth. It has been strong and Expect it will be even more so once in orbit. Using various runes and technology combined into one, we can uh, compress and refine this uh, sort of energy out in the aether and said, shoot it down in a beam. It is possibly one of the greatest things I've had the pleasure to create. <laughs> Indeed, it could protect the world from much more dangerous threats, uh, says Lackey. Indeed. Indeed. Fritz speaks up. But we must be careful. If we are not very, very protective of the key to triggering this weapon, it could fall into the wrong hands. It is this trust's job, if we launch this into the atmosphere, to make sure that this trigger does not does not fall into nefarious purposes. 
that is the one main issue with this. <laughs> you gotta keep it safe and keep it quiet. No government should ever learn of this. No, no, no. That would not be good. With that, I leave the planning to the rest of us, says Nana. Now, if there's anything else that needs to be done, uh, or anything needs to say anything, uh, please speak up now, and you hear this slam come from the door on the other side. Ahem! I believe you are forgetting one person, madame. Uh, he walks in with his, with his, uh, old World War I uniform. He's dressed with his eye with his eye patch with the elder sign etched upon it and as he approaches <laughs> it's good that i finally arrived just in time for the invasion good to see you it's... again professor demir monsieur you must say it's good to meet you again mr tangway <laughs> pleased to meet you pleased to see you again mr newsom mm. ah prahit give ah, where there you been buddy Goes for a good old bear hug with him. No. Uh. Yeah. Well, I have some news. Uh. Uh. Clara, Toprock, uh, Lewis. May I have a brief word with the three of you? Uh, yeah, I suppose so. <laughs> I have a message from Charlie. Hmm. Oh, go He's... on. He's alive. He has recovered. And that uh, coma lasted uh, a long time, though. Yeah. Very long. He talked of seeing someone. Mm -hmm. Professor, if I had to guess, I think he may have gotten a visit from uh, Marion. That would be the most logical conclusion. That was the description I had received. But from what I can tell, afterwards, uh, a mysterious man then came, knocked on his door, said that he had a letter for him. I wasn't allowed to see what would happen in there. And that was when he said he was finally fully healed, said he had some business he needed to attend to. And that while uh, he wished that he could help you out, he needs to figure out something more pressing. Said that it was <sighs> pertaining to Bennett and his and uh, Charlie's true nature. Oh. oh, okay. He said he is watching over us, though. That he is protecting us. He Odette glances at uh, Clara. She kind of you know, gestures, like, say something. I can just see uh, that it's nothing, it's nothing. I thought I saw a strange aura coming off of your hands. Uh, forgive me, madam. How rude. No, and then she's going to, like, grab his arm and... <laughs> Basically, kind of... She wants him to repeat that. 
there's an aura coming off of your hands. Hmm. And she will look. Is that true? This is an aura. <laughs> well, it's because I Cthulhu Mythos check. Uh oh. Okay. <clears throat> yes. Odette is using a spell of some kind. The spell uh, known as Twas Blind, But Now I See. Oh, yeah. It's the thing that lets him see through that eye that his eye patch is covering. Mm -hmm. Well, spell. Anyway, you said you needed help planning an invasion. That is my specialty. <laughs> all right, with that, uh, you're free to discuss amongst all of you as players what you want to do for the invasion. Uh, you are free to kind of come in with a battle plan. Yeah. Uh, I will say you do have access to enough boats to carry everyone. But I can let you pick and choose who you think might be most useful to help lead a charge. Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah, we, uh, we, we also have the water plane, right? Oh, yeah, you do have the water plane that uh, Harry flew in on. All right. Hmm. It's not exactly stealthy, though. It's not, but an all-out invasion is never stealthy. Mm, you could. I, I don't think there's any way we can do this stealthily at this stage. Well, I, I, no. I think stealth might have gone out the window a little bit. The rest yeah, of them definitely has. But they what if we have a bit invasion while we are the strike team. You could, Except, in fact. again, there's. I don't think there's a way for us to get there without uh, without drawing too much attention. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You could always consider not doing the invasion all at once and scouting ahead. That's always an option. I think that's, that's awesome, something. Yeah. You, I think that's something you would immediately think of at the very least. Lewis. What is the range of the box of yours? Uh, only 10 miles. And mm. Yeah. Right, so it doesn't work. Uh, okay. If we get closer, we could... If it won't be much pre-scanned, we could be a little bit. Yeah, not much more than beyond the landing area. No. Um, I would suggest a flyby first. Over at scouting, uh, scouting yeah. method, but then they will know probably that they're coming soon. Mm. You can ask Harry questions about what he can do as a pilot, if you wish. True. Mm. Hmm. Uh, no. I can hardly abduct the cultist and interrogate them here. 
Mm. Okay, we. Mm. Any el uh, anyone else any plans? I mean, do the police scouting via plane and after? We said we have boats. Uh, roughly, how long would that take us to get there? Uh, it would take about a day's worth of travel. Oh, okay. Ooh. It is going to be tricky finding this exact island. You are taking a smaller vessel out into the ocean. You have to navigate to the island. And it's somewhere south of Japan, but north of Shanghai, so that's a little bit tricky. Hold on. Uh, I do have my innate sense of direction skill. That might have <laughs> the time. So I think if I can manage that, we can get there pretty directly. That could be nice. From there, I uh, we want to honestly want to bring a good amount of artillery. I think. Uh, Where would you get artillery from? I don't know. Harry <laughs> oh. laughs in the fact that his plane still has a freaking mounted gun on the back of his plane. True. That is okay, quite we, useful. We can get overhead fire. That's good. Uh, uh, we got a map, uh, right? You do. You have that map. I can repost it if you want. Yes, please. It, it, oh, it's the first thing in the library. Oh, wow. That's the wrong thing. Uh, yeah, Odette can give you advice about playing an invasion if you would like it. Yeah, ask for that advice and also be like, do you know where we could potentially get arms? Because <laughs> if anything, well, I feel like he wouldn't know. Mm, well, monsieur... Your best bet is either to go up through the top of the volcano and drop down, which is where the rocket immediately is underneath, or you could okay. try to go from the island straight in and go through that passageway. Again, those are the two obvious access points. However, as in terms of artillery fire, well, I'm not sure, but talking to uh, Monsieur Brady, he mentioned to me uh, that most people in China these days have their own little rebellion armies. No one's quite happy with the state of governance. You could easily find uh, illicit mm. firearms like that. Okay, okay, yeah. So, so I asked uh, Brady about that. Uh, we just arm those who, I suppose, wish to come and feel they can fire a gun. <laughs> we... Oh, uh, yes? It just, we don't know exactly what we're getting into, so it feels like whoever we send on that plane, there's a risk of, if if we do the scout ahead, there's a risk of us losing them. That's... Hmm. That's indeed something a, So, is there a way you could cloak it somehow? Either, I don't know, science-y or... Is there a way for me to try and, like, uh, do some weird science, like, improv thing? Be like, is that even possible? Well, you would have a device that could pull it off, but it would be very experimental. Mm -hmm. <gasps> could you hook up the plane to the astral? Per is that even? No. That's... It could work. Try it and see. I mean, Brady, if you're willing to... How would that even work? That's the just... thing. It's an experiment. You would have to like make 
do some rolls to see what would work. Hook up, hook up the battery. Just all right, let's go. What's up to Artax? If you will, and two, we can try it out. Just a plain. Yeah, you could go for it. Yeah. Just uh, be a. Uh... Lewis, can oh, I, if you if you do try the experiment with the plane, I, I just want to know. Uh, how would you try to use that machine to hook it up to a whole plane? Trying to think. Now the projector in my head that if I recall correctly the way it works, it uh I say hook it up to like basically anything metallic on the damn thing. Like if it can hold electricity, it can probably hold this energy. Metal, engine, battery, everything we got going here. Uh, Try and hook up the whole of the thing. Harry, Harry then goes, Now, you're sure this is going to work? I, I do need to still be a part of this machine in order to, in order to uh, sorry, wrong voice, in order to fly it, mate. I mean, it's not going to be uh, incredibly easy for a plane to just fly on its own now. I guess we just hook you up to it, too, then. <laughs> All right, mate. Puts on the goggles, gets ready. Uh, what skill do you want to, ch- uh, you know, chuck at me? I-, I would say, like, maybe electrical repair for this. Yeah, electrical, that makes sense, being that's what it mostly is. Yeah, go for it. Make the roll. Should work easily enough. Oh, yeah, that's good. That is a hard success. Nice. He puts on his goggles. And then he just goes, all right, fire it up! You flick the switch. And nothing happens. He's just kind of standing there, not doing anything. And as, and as you wait for a solid two hours, he comes back and goes, <gasps> guys, you would not believe what I just saw, mate. It was incredible. I was a ghost and I was flying around and looking at Good, it worked. I'm looking at stuff. I flew through the volcano, Mike. Through it. Through it, yeah. It's it's mighty good experience if you have. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. I, I saw so many things. That rocket, mate. Oh, she's looking ripping ready to go. How like, did you see that? Got, yeah, they're getting the final preparations attached. And there's these... Uh, the fish people or something? I, I, I don't know. One of the, They had crab claws. That was the weird bit, Mike. Hmm. Uh, do you see, uh, it's like in the rocket, like, uh, where they're keeping everything, like. Oh, yeah, there's, like, a little, uh, station that you use, and then, like, the claws extends out, and it takes you to, like, it's not really a cockpit, for say, but it's more of a, my, uh, it's a, it's a, it's kind of like a place for a human to get inside and mess with stuff. It's not really made for navigation and flying. Uh, so that's probably where they're putting their little satellite, I think. Probably. Yeah. Oh, and uh, uh, there's something else about uh, yes, when I was flying overhead, uh, I noticed that the volcano actually has an artificial door on top of it, which uh, which seals it shut, oh. and then they retract it every now and again when they're getting ready for test for when they seem to be preparing for a lot when they're like uh, need to release exhaust or whatnot. Mm. Probably how they keep the uh, rocket a secret from any uh, 
planes yeah. just happened to be flying overhead. Luckily, I saw it when it opened up, so... If we were to trip, uh, seal the door shut, it wouldn't be able to launch. But then I also can get my satellite into orbit. Or that plan, I guess. Hmm. Yeah, we can't blow the whole thing up, sadly. <laughs> and if uh... we really want to try it, we could try and do a stealth mission if need be, just quietly swap them out, perhaps. Uh, make them think they did it correctly. In reality, it's useless. I could work. I couldn't fly over there in the ghost form. Probably couldn't. You probably couldn't do that, I suppose. But yeah. On Clara's back, she has a suggestion as well. Uh, let's see. Honestly, I think that stealth idea might be a way to go. Just I'm with Blue. Give them the false confidence. And pull it out from under them when the time comes. For that to work, we need to find out who or where the door opening is being controlled. Okay, you're right. We still gotta go inside then. There is a little. He did describe like there's like a little station that you climb up, and then it has like the extendo arm to walk into there. I assume that's inside though. Yeah, it's inside the base. Yeah. I'll repost the image for your reference. Uh, you know, just so you get an idea of what he saw. That's not it. Whenever I copy an image, it doesn't work. <laughs> okay, so I got off okay now. Um. All, right. All right. Clara, give the pitch. Uh. No. What? The spell. Oh, God. The, the, the fog. Mm -hmm. <sighs> Sorry, that, that threw me. <laughs> if we combine the fog with the. Uh... Boat invasion. Uh, it would necessarily be stealth, but it would at least cause some confusion, which would be in our, uh, our advantage. Could try and we could even. Hmm. It would give you the cover and the element of surprise. They wouldn't see the attack yes. coming. I'm not sure what the range is of the fog, but try perhaps and... if I help as well, we can boost this further. Yes. Bar, if you want to look it up, the spell is Mists of Relier. Mists of Relier, okay. I love that I now I know that you have this book that I can just say, hey, look it up. I Tell got a grimoire. <laughs> now, give me a minute. <laughs> I'm thinking, uh, perhaps we could uh, kind of use both elements, like, go for the attack. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, we can... Uh, because we'll fame like it failed. Fire the rocket ourselves. Mm-hmm. Sort of have them think they did it still, even if they lost the base if need be. I don't 
contingency plans. That's basically what it is at this point. Does that spell have another name? I can't find anything called up. Nash. Nash is gone. He abandoned ah. us. Hang on. Don't... I can turn pages. It's all right. Uh-uh. What else can we call it? Let them think they won again. Yeah. Uh, perhaps we can also pick up some parachutes if we want to drop on the plane, but uh, yeah. I'm not sure how stealthy that would be. Except if you, of course, drop on top of the volcano. How we get in at that point? That's another question. That would have been to defense to the exhaust rooms, and I don't think that's entirely healthy for you. Yeah, you just assuming... that one right there. I'm assuming that this uh, entrance isn't very open to the elements. We couldn't just, like, hijack the signal from the outside. Open it. Well, our own uh, means. wait for a moment when the door opens. But, again, the invasion is already happening, so... Yeah. A bit hard. Um, Nash, uh, we couldn't find the spell. Uh, yes, uh, one moment. I'll look it up myself. Give me a moment. Sorry. That's fine. I think it's in the core book. Uh, I'll give you the exact details in a second about the area of effect, but I think it just kind of summons it. Uh, let's see here. It's too bad we never got to uh, keep the trapped spirit of what. What's yeah, no, that. I know. Hey, uh, Nash. You know, yeah. I would have abused that. Actually, I want to figure out how to How big is this satellite I've made? I can't imagine uh, it's too big because it's around a piece of the gem, but like. Uh, I would say it's about, like, you need two hands to hold it, but it would be, like, right about the size of your chest. Like a basketball, uh, basically. It's a basketball. It's the size of a basketball. Listen, I may have made it look big, but, like... It's a basketball. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, 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 a shirt, it's a gem shirt in there, so... We should be able to swap it out, indeed. Yeah, I should be able to sneak it in there. Hey, yeah, anything. I still think we should. Uh, team A is an uh, invasion force, and Team B is team us. A is invasion. Then I sneak in, replace this yeah. thing, get out. With in the... the hope that indeed the main forces will all be uh, led outside while yeah. we try to sneak in, but it's got to be hard. Yeah. With um... that plan. You don't, I mean, I guess the fog is going to help, but do you think it would be telling if none of us were with the other team? Hmm. We could get that disguisey, that person that's really good with disguises to maybe. I don't know, we could disguise people as ourselves. Yeah. Oh. I like that plan. Clara, I'm going to rule that if you want to cast Miss Silverolier for the whole party. Like for the entire invasion mm-hmm. force, double the cost of the magic points I said it normally does. Okay, so because you need like extra of it because it's like really you're making a lot. Things of delay. Four. Oh, yeah. that's bad. Wow. I spent four magic points getting out of it. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, wake up, brew my coffee, spend four magic points to do so. <laughs> Do my arcane research. Without my morning magical point spendage. 
yes. I still want to. Uh, I still I need to find a use for Summon to Doom Train before this campaign is over. Uh, with which spell? Summon to Doom Train. Come on. Oh, oh! I have an. I have some ideas that could happen during combat, but we'll see. And since because uh, you can, you oh, could wait. use it as an escape, I believe. Odette's here. Odette is here. He has the shot glass containing the runes on it still. Yeah. He can give you the artifact that you need to summon the Doom Train. Yes. We don't have to get over here. Uh, yes, Professor. Yes, Monsieur. All right. So What's you remember this about the very beginning. Do you remember the train? Of course, I do. You know... All right. Um. It might be a long shot, but do I still have the shot glass with the uh, rooms on it? Never leave home without it. Yeah. Oh, you're the best. <laughs> Thanks, I know. <laughs> I, mean, I never leave home without it. Never leave home without it. Who uh, knows when you need the chain? Uh, right. What uh, if I see? Okay, um, just some technical stuff, just to be sure that I don't get us in trouble. Um, it's like an escape route, right? It right? is. It's a pocket dimension you can temporarily uh, hide circles? in. It's uh, 1d100 times you have to do it in a figure eight. Yes, all right. The more people you have helping you do it, the faster you can make it go. Correct. Uh, yeah, then I at least have that prepared when we need to. Uh, okay. Yeah, my older spells aren't too useful in this case. Uh, we do have the fog, which will be a great help. Uh, so how do we approach if you want to not be spotted alongside of the invasion? I'm sorry. Sorry, this is almost unrelated. I just thought of something. If we're saying we don't know exactly where this island is, if we had our guy fly to it, why don't he just have given us instructions? No, no, no. Uh, you had you. I forgot to explain that to you, Louis, because you weren't there. You have the coordinates for the island. Ah, okay. It's the fact that navigating to it might take some time, given that it's in the middle ah, of the ocean. Okay. Makes a bit more sense. I explained that poorly. That was on me. Okay. Okay. So, no, no worries. And uh, you said you could appoint someone to lead the invasion, right? Uh, you can, yes. Well, we got a very own revolution started right here, don't we? I mean, <laughs> the revolution. I mean, you also have you know like Perheat, who could be a second-hand general, along with Jack Brady, mm. who genuinely leads a, who leads his own revolutionary force in China. Yeah. We do have a good bit of military leaders, it seems. Revolution, at least. And I mean, I guess there is Jack Malone as well. He did serve in the war, but he was just rank and file, though. He, he, was a co <laughs> he is a cop. Yeah. Private investigator, get it right. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, I, I am. Uh, so what's the I think final it would be cool if Odette is one leading it. <laughs> it could make sense. I mean, yeah, if so he's up for it. 
Monsieur, I've been sitting in a hospital for uh, the past few months making sure a man was okay. This is a good change of pace. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Finally, he can do the thing he never got to do in Horror on the Orient Express. Lead a revolution. <laughs> yep. Which, I mean, he started one, but... Uh, True. Youth Wait, protests couple. in France were already going. It's France. Yeah. They're always on strike. Um, yeah, they're always. That they are. Um, then I don't think there's much more we can do to prepare. Alright. So, you're gonna... Are you guys gonna scout ahead and then send in the army, or the other way around? You're just gonna go straight in and try to get to the, uh... Get to the satellite? Flare guns don't exist yet, yet right? No, flare guns <laughs> exist. Oh wow! Right. So yeah, yeah. No, flare guns exist. Them. Let me just let me just make sure. That's like old technology, I think. That's like very old. Like at yeah. the very least, a firework exists, which could do the same thing. Yeah. The only problem. Ooh, fireworks! We go ahead of them. Clara won't be able to do the fog. Yeah, the flare gun was invented in 1826. What? Yeah. By Martha Costin. One of the few women engineers of the time period. There's your history lesson today. Born in Baltimore, Maryland. Probably go with them so Florida can just stand like a benchy summoning fork. Yeah. I like the sound of that. We're doing this. It's an actual military invasion. So the plan is set. Question. Yes. We arm those who need guns, and yeah. So we were just talking about flares for a second. Uh-huh. And earlier we were talking about artillery. Mm-hmm. Don't really understand the engineering in terms of switching out artillery, but is it possible we could get some explosives or tiny bombs and replace that for regular bullets in Harry's plane? Yeah, honestly, I think that's probably what artillery is. That's like Artillery was like cannons and stuff. Artillery was mostly cannons, but no, nah, nah, Harry's old plane was a bomber, so if you want to okay. drop a bomb out of it, like you have that well, possibility. Because we have an explosives person now. I mean, uh, she 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 wipes her brow nervously. It's like, I mean, it was an amateur explosives thing. I wasn't that good at it, but I mean, yeah, uh, guys. So I invented a nuclear bomb. <laughs> uh, Shelley just to kind of. Phew! I don't have to uh, contact the British government. Don't contact the British government. If they learn about this super weapon. We don't talk about it. Yeah. This I can never ask for something and suddenly I'm like, hey, say, do you, you have any bombs left? Do you have any spare bombs in this country? You know? But yeah, I, th- yeah, I think you've got a plan. The boats will have some mounted artillery on them. Everybody you bring mm-hmm. along will have guns. Uh, you go in there, you're going to make the full invasion. You're going to go for the ground entrance or the. Uh, or the top entrance. I believe we're going for the ground one. I think we have to. We can't really get in the top unless we're lucky. Yeah. Go for the ground entrance and... Yeah. No, I see I see the plan. Use the fog to gain surprise. 
Yes. This leaves me with only one thing I need to do then, because right as you're getting ready, as the invasion is being prepared, and people are deciding who's going to go and who's going to stay behind, somebody comes busting through the door. It's Mr. Lung, the fortune teller. He's in his purple robes. He's bleeding profusely. Uh, oh. What happens? I have a warning. You, you, yeah. you must know. Quick, somebody get this man a bandage. I was attacked in my own shop. Luckily, I was able to fend them off. I must tell you, when the sun invades the island, the tides of battle will turn. We gotta do it before setup. Yeah, it doesn't say you which way it's a turn. Yeah, that's the point. We got more verification. <laughs> I should have probably texted on him. Oops. You still owe Clara money because it turns out he was right about everything. <clears throat> yeah. Not the time, before not the place. No, this is exactly the time and place. Before, before you weren't there for the adventures <laughs> with Mr. Lung. He was uh, 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 when you were away, but he's a cool fortune teller. Uh, you're gonna quite smugly hold out the palm of her hand and gesture. Uh, okay. While we're doing that, is he okay? Is this dude getting medical attention? He is. He is. People are running okay. okay, good. good. I'm gonna tell you right now. People who are staying behind from the battle. Uh, Nana will not be going on the battle. She is going to stay behind, but she does emphasize to Toprock, come back alive, okay? Yes, I will. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Sasha will go on the invasion. Wacky and Gilmore will. They're still young and very able-bodied. They're, they're going to try out some experimental uh, scientific weaponry. Let's see here. Uh, Madeline Bayer is not going on the invasion. She is... No. No, no, no. Uh, let's see. Toprak. Heat is going. Heat's definitely going. Jack Brady's going. Uh, not Mr. Lung. He's injured. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Armitage is staying behind. He is a professor, not really a fighter. But the rest of his team are going as well. And that's so. who you got. Mm. So, I am not going to simulate like a full mass combat between a bunch of soldiers. That is way too much effort for an audio only <laughs> medium. However, I was prepared for this outcome. So, here's what we're going to do mm. I'm going to describe the battle, and I'm going to describe uh, taking the uh, room to get to the rocket. You know, like when you go into there to take that. And that's going to, you know, kind of give us an idea that we're going to roll some D20s to determine who the overall winner of the battle is. And we're going to begin, though, with the boats pulling in. Harry and Shelly are bringing the plane overhead, getting ready to drop bombs on any forces that start to come in. You, the boat, Begin to oh, pull God. Up. I have Clara. pilot boat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Clara, can you spend uh, the four points for the fog? You done? 
Yeah, Lewis, do you want a pilot boat? I can totally pilot boat. Yeah, go for it. Pilot boat. Let's see what happens. Yeah. Okay, I take over on the way over and see, can I do this? No, I cannot. Yeah, you kind of get a little bit lost in the fog, which kind of messes up the timing <laughs> of the invasion a weird bit. But, you know, like, eventually somebody else comes in. Jack Brady goes, just give me that. <laughs> and as the wheel, and as they steer the, and as you steer the wheel forward, you like begin the, the mists roll in onto the island. As all of you unload, you begin to slowly stealth your way towards the entrance. You push your way inwards, and that is when you see them. The slaves of innocent people being forced to march, being forced to march and mine minerals on the island, overseen by protectors of these fishmen. They bark at them orders in a strange, archaic language you've never heard before. And then eventually, you can definitely make out that one of them is going, But they've been taken by surprise. The battle begins. And I would like everybody to roll constitution and tell me the level of success. This is because okay. you're going to be passively taking damage in the battle. Mm. Ooh. That is a hard on my end. Uh, I did not pass that. I failed. You failed. You failed. I was spending some luck. No, uh, wait, no, wait, no. We're, we're, right. we're the other... Because the, 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 the water... No, Zach! Ah! What? Is that going to compromise Remember us? the water, Toprock. You drank the water. What? Was you it? weren't there for okay. this, Lewis. Lewis, um... I wasn't there, there was, for something. There was a thing. We drank some unholy water. It had a nice flavor. However, <laughs> if Toprock or I use luck, Nitocris can see where we are and what we're doing. Oh. Now why'd you go and do that? Because it got rid of a thing where they couldn't spend luck at all. Ah. Yeah, yeah I get that. dark bargain. Also, Toprock looks like 10 years younger. He know, is! Oh. Like, he looks 20. Um, I mean, you look good from the last time I saw you. What uh, did I miss? So, Toprock, uh, did you spend the luck, luck, yes or no? Uh, I mean... We're already at the invasion. I'm gonna spend luck anyway. I was told about the water. So, Toprock, you spend the points, and you do get the pulsing sensation in your head. But you do uh, pass the Constitution. So what did uh, everyone pass at again, or fail? I passed the card. Those who failed, roll 1d6. Those who passed, you only take two points of damage. Those who pass at hard only take one. Okay. Anyone who passed at extreme takes nothing. I got nicked. Yeah. Alright, I'm cool not to have spent luck. The battle is hard, but you do begin to win this. You are beginning to, you know, kind of like survive the battle and slowly you approach <laughs> inward towards the volcano. However, I didn't. The battle for the uh, tower has not begun yet. I'm gonna give each of you a dilemma. Oh. We'll begin with Toprock. Before you, you see Odette struggling with a deep one. The two are tussling. 
It looks like the Deep One is going to try to wrestle it into the magma pit. Wrestle him into a magma pit. Ooh. On the other side, though, you see two Deep Ones ganging up on somebody you would particularly like to still keep around. Uh, they're ganging up on one of the scientists, Gilmore. You can save two people in this situation without a roll. If I'm smart about it, you mean? No. You could save both, but there are three people in the situation. You, you count as one. Count, you count as one of the people. Am I evil or what? So there's a red trolley and a blue trolley. (laughs) Yeah, you could say both, but there's a but you risk the chance of getting harmed. Everybody you could save everyone in the scenario, but somebody has to be rolled for. Uh I mean, there is a totally problem in detail that also is also just jump on the tracks and stop the train that way. So I guess yeah. that that is its sign. So, Topar, uh, what do you do? Alright, so, so that's a scientist of me. Yep. Just to be sure, there is a role I can do to save some... Whoever you choose not to save, a roll will be done to see what happens to them, and we'll find a skill appropriate to get them out of their situation. In that case, I think I'm gonna go for the scientist because Otet is a fighter. All right. I suppose, yeah. And the scientist has two on him. And that's only one. So you're going to save yourself and the scientist? Yes. I respect your decision. The two of <laughs> you go in there and you break out your whip and you and you take out one of them and yank him to the side. The scientist, the scientist, Professor Gilmore is like, "Thank you, thank you, sir." And then Toprak, you see. The fight is getting intense between between Odette and this deep one. Despite firing his gun square into the chest of this thing, the fight rages on. And so, I will give you the choice. You can fighting brawl this creature to push it into the magma. Or, you can use a dexterity check to pull Odette away from the magma. You know what the worst cool. thing is? Yeah? Those skills are exactly the same points. Take the cool one. I'm gonna go for the brawl. Go for it. Brawl. Oh, I hate. Pass? Just about. <laughs> you go in there, you push the deep one in, 
It looks like for a moment that Lewis is about to stumble in there with him, but right as you, right as he does, he gathers himself, pulls himself back. The deep one burns in the law in the magma. It's crab claw pinching, grasping for life. We now come to Lewis's dilemma. Yeah. Once again, it's another one of the scientists. This time, it's Professor Lackey, but right. also Sasha is in the fight. Sasha. the serpent lady. Man. Sheshwa is currently in a fight with, uh, is currently in a fight with, uh, with a deep one. As she begins to, uh, unleash, unhinge her jaw to, like, bite like a snake. Mm. She, she proceeds to get a, she's getting attacked from, uh, from another angle by a second deep one. The other scientist, though, is being hassled by Ah To Fang, the owner of the warehouse. Once again, you can save two people in this scenario without rolling. I'm gonna save Sasha only because I want to take out that Ho Fang myself. Now we're saving uh, Sasha, we're gonna roll for the other guy. Alright. It's you versus Ho Fang. You go over there and you get Sasha out of there. Using the, using the death ray, you fire one shot to take out the creature from behind before it can get Sasha. Sasha's jaw clamps and bites out the neck of this creature. And as you're going to turn around, you see Ho Fang beginning to cast a spell. You can choose to try to take the shot and try to take him out. Or you can be the target of the spell. I'll be Feng. Taking the shot seems like the better idea at the moment, I think. Gonna take the shot. Because I have no clue what that spell is, and it could be really bad. Yep. Rather than not get either of us. Yep. So I'm gonna just, uh... Oop. I'm gonna spend a bit of luck. Go for it. You didn't drink the water. No, I did not. So I'm spending my luck, and that's gonna be a straight pass. Nice. Good choice. You fire the shot. Ho Fang looks at you. He begins to try to cast the spell towards you, but then... He takes Mm -hmm. the shot square to the chest. Ho Fang dissolves into ash. We now come (laughs) to Edith. Now, Edith, you see Nitocris. You see her that she's here. But she's with somebody else, a very young man. Very young. He appears to be... Like, only 20. It's gotta be Penhu. It's Penhu. But you notice the other thing, that there's something weird with Nitocris. She has a, a Chinese, like, you know, ain't, like seal on her face. Like, a, like the paper down with the characters of the bloated woman you've become familiar with. But that, but as you get distracted looking at this, two deep ones come up from behind you. Their tridents in hand as they begin to fight with you pushing you ever closer towards the exhaust fumes of the rocket. Meanwhile, Jack Malone is fighting, with, is fighting some cultists who are all getting him at bay. He's firing his gun, but he's surrounded by normal people. Oh, you thought this was Edith's dilemma? No, Clara, it's yours. Who do you 
save. I hope you remember our deal, Edith. Uh, no. <coughs> well, first off, how dare you? Uh, second off, give me the terms again in brief. Who? Okay, what are my what are my options, please? Edith is surrounded by two deep ones, each wielding a each wielding a trident. She's currently tussling with both of them. Jack is surrounded by cultists. He's been able to like fire off his gun and keep them at bay, but he's but he's having to reload and and they're beginning to surround him. You can save both, but you risk yourself, or you can save one and you don't risk yourself. Oh no. I Oh. Yeah, you are. <laughs> oh. No, my God, my best pal and my my jack oh oh what do what do what do what do if i say one of us maybe we can triangulate and save the other one yeah you can go for it who do you save <laughs> that doesn't actually make it any easier for me <laughs> Edith, no hard feelings for coming back for you. I'm going to save Jack. Rude. Up. You go in for Jack. Yes. I think you've reached that point. Would you like to say what any spell, any spell at all from the Grimoire, what do you cast? <laughs> You're reaching that point. Well... Uh-huh. I would like to cast Gate of Dreams, please. You're gonna do that? Right now? Fuck, no! No! <laughs> Shit, no! No, no, no! Take pity on me, I haven't slept. What was the other plan? Uh, I mean, like I said, just cast any spell you want. Uh, get up with the... Wait... I'm no. saying that these powers are I'm beginning so... to show now. Oh, I can do a, I can do a extra, a thing. Yeah, no, I'm just having fun. I'm with sorry, this. I haven't slept in like 24 hours. <laughs> this is really bad. No worries. In which case, I don't know. I didn't prepare a backup plan. God, shit. Why would I do such a thing? Backup plan. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't actually read this thing cover to cover. Make a spell up. Go for it. We're having fun here. We're we're exploring Clara's power before it uh, leads to the line. Stop it. <laughs> well, I mean, if I if I want if I were to do anything right now, yeah, quite cool. If I can just like use my imagination, mm -hmm. I want to. Is this before or after I've grabbed hold of Jack and like hold hold his butt to safety? This is how you're gonna pull him to safety. Oh well. Those cultists are in my way. I want them gone. You simply say a few words. Remove yourself. And with that, yeah. they're gone. Everyone else who saw this, make a sanity check. Did I see it? Yeah, you saw it. Everyone here saw it. 
Quara okay. just said, remove yourself, and they were gone. Well, I passed. Okay, two points of sanity loss for those who saw it, but those who failed lose eight sanity. Clara is achieving godhood, and that for oh. her mind, that might not be a good thing. She's achieving she godhood. It's a very good thing. Hush. And mm. so we go to Edith. You're still in your precarious situation. Two deep ones with trides, and you're putting up a good fight, but I'm not sure if you're going to be okay. Do you, Clara, do you want Jack to try to intervene, or do you want to try to intervene? Both? Yeah, alright. Let me just roll something. Teamwork makes the dream work. Let's see. He reloads his gun and... Fail. Fail. Pass! Come on, boy. He fires three shots. Pew, pew, pew. One of them lands, killing a deep one in the back. Ugh. <laughs> what about killing it in the front? Yeah. And, uh, Clara, what do you want to do? Can I do that thing again? Uh, yes, but it will cost you, uh, five sandy. That's good. That's that's kind of what I wanted to do. <laughs> what, what? What? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shh, shh, shh. It's all in control. Five sanity, yeah? Yeah. Okay. That's the first time left. And, yep, you spend the sanity, and another yes. one removes itself. Leave. And with that, Edith, you have no time to process this. All mm -hmm. you care about is that now those two things are gone. You have a clear line of sight to both to both Nitocris and to Penhu. Who do you go to strike? Nitocris still has that. Do you describe it as she's got the symbols like carved the paper into seal her? Is on. It's like a paper seal over her head. Over her head, like yeah, like it's like over her it. face. Oh, oh, it's over her face. Yeah, it's over her face. That's ominous. Okay. And they're together. They're together. Are they talking to each other? Well, I love the couple. Just... It seems like they're doing something. Hmm. Yeah, baby. I want to go get her ass. Yeah. Um, uh, and by wait, her wait. ass, I mean Nitocris, but specifically, can specific I way. just launch myself and try to rip that paper off at the same time? Yeah, go for it. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Let's see. Okay, that's going to pass. 
Heck yeah. Just barely. There are some things in this world you wish you didn't pass. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, you yank the seal off. And Penhue says, right as you do it, you took the bait. Mm. Removing the seal reveals the real monster underneath. And Nitocris, when you remove the seal, her face reveals tendrils. Many tendrils leaching out. Her body gets bigger. She grows in size. And eventually, she has become the monstrous form of the bloated woman. Sandy check for all. Mm. Lovely. Ah, oh, come on. I was one point off. We can't use luck for sanity checks. Right? You can't. Okay. I, that I that barely didn't pass. I Rip. almost had it. Oh, bye, Claire. So, uh, real quick, uh, who passed? Anyone? Anyone. That guy did over there. I did? Roll one d10. What? <laughs> you are seeing an eldritch monster of a god. Oh my god. Come on before, I'm sure I should be fine. Right. Uh, out of madness time, motherfucker. Result of six. This entails one of my favorite one of my favorites. Oh. You begin to have delusions of grandeur. You think you can take it. <laughs> Not new. <laughs> and now we come to everyone who failed. You're the rest of you. 1D hundred sanity loss. Oh, I'm so sorry. Well, let's see if I die. Oh, okay. Whoa, lucky. 11! Lucky. <laughs> you are lucky. I'm done. <laughs> Like, it's still about, but I am set for a while still. Uh, Edith? I'm, I'm gone. That's like... You hit, you're still in it? I am going to give you your bouts of madness? But Edith? <laughs> okay, but like, dude, I'm like gone, gone. Like, you don't get it. I'm gone. I'm like negative 25. I know. I'm going to let you still keep playing Edith. Because, it's in, because this is the story. But we will have to account this in the end of the tale. Suffice to say, all hope is lost for you. Every moral you've believed in up to this point, it's gone. Why bother? Why bother? So you know what? Fuck it. If you're gonna do this, you're gonna go out swinging. Okay. Yeah. Uh, for Lewis, though, so let me roll your d10. Oh, six again. Okay, cool. Delusions of grandeur. Um, I can do this. I have a gun. I can do this. You think you can take it? Everyone's like, I can fucking do it. We're coming All for right. Meanwhile, everybody else is kind of having a freak out right now. The deep ones are kind of slowly beginning to realize that maybe they can turn the tide in their favor. 
I said it was the finale, and I needed this to get dramatic, so let's go for this. It's 63, I'm good. Yeah. So... Hey, at least I can this. now charge head in. So let's do this. We are in initiative. So it's going to come down to this fight between you and the god, but the question for me is more <laughs> how you're going to go about this plan. You and the god. You and the god. Oh. Well, Nair Lathotep's <laughs> got to get, like, one last good win in there. <laughs> so, Lewis, you're up to bat. So we're fighting this thing now, yeah? Yeah, you're fighting Nitocris in her final form. See, it was that image earlier, yeah, that we saw, yeah? Yeah, I can pull up what the bloated woman looks like, if you would like. Well, look at that to... again, quickly. I'm trying to think of what would be a weak spot to shoot at. The belly, maybe. There's many different belly. interpretations, but I like this one the most. Spoiler tag for nudity. Is this a different image? Uh, it's a different image. You see, that's a very interesting image. Her tendrils all moving around. That one, one sort of elephantine nose. Suppose I'll just go for the center of mass. That seems like a solid idea. Shoot that thing. Yeah, go for it. Give me the roll. Come on. Hit this damn thing. That's a hit. Nice. Oh, it's a pass, at least. Yeah, yeah, no, no, that's gonna hit. Like, uh, actually, you would have advantage, because she is huge. Um, okay. So, should I roll again? Or roll again, roll again, see if you get better. I'll roll again, see if I do even better. Okay, no, no I just hit. Keep the 42, yeah. Yeah. Roll the damage. Yeah. Hmm. It's 10 damage. All right. Good move. Yeah. So let me lay the scene a bit more. As you fire the gun and, you know, like she moves back. And she's like flailing backwards with her powers. And as this occurs, you see before you that, like, she's at the top of this flight of steps with, uh, with, with Penhu. Penyu is there, riling and ready to go, ready to go into a fight. He's dressed like an Egyptian pharaoh. And as you see, over there is the little control station to give you access to the rocket. Eda, oh, I'm going. You are cackling mad. What do you do? They can't. What do I do? I fell for this... Ever, I just feel so played. I'm sorry. Ah! I know it's not you. It's not you. It's fucking Nitocris. It's, it's not you. It's me. <laughs> it's Ty it's Nitocris. I'm sorry. She knew how to play you. Yeah, like a fiddle. We all would have like gone a, for it, I think. Like a French Revolution violin. References. Uh, um. So reference. Yeah. So they're just. <sighs> oh shit. Okay. What can I do? I mean, I'm cackling. I You're... got my... I... How far away are both of them? 
Uh, you literally ran up to there, so you're like within so, arm's reach of both. Okay. I see no reason not to just try to attack this thing if I've already lost my marbles. Yeah, go for it. Okay. Yeah, I think I'd try to just launch onto the top. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go for it. You're going to try to like, just like go a... No, no, I'm, just, I'm trying to think very tactically, because I see those mouths around the neck muscles. Yep. At the same time, are tactics a thing? Um, tactics okay, are I, Okay, so I, yeah, I would try to climb on top of her so that, I don't know, like the legs around the head situation, and try to first get that snout off, because that seems kind of delicate. Uh, yeah, you know what? We're going to do contest. You're going to roll fighting brawl. She's going to contest it. Okay. Here we go. Okay, that's going to pass for me on regular. He passes at regular. Lower roll wins the tie. You take that snout of her, like, you climb up on there. Her, one of her, like, jaws tries to bite at you, and you wrap around the neck, and you just pull this thing off. This black vial comes out of her face, spewing forth. She begins to wail in pain. Smells as she terrible. does this. As this continues, I'm going to give you a, a hard bargain. Did I eat the snout? Uh-huh. No. If you do this, you can take her out. Edith dies. So what's more, what's worse for you? Losing Edith to death or losing Edith to insanity? Because insanity, she becomes an NPC. She might come back. But dying, though. I'm not and going in, to allow you to spend luck to cheat your way out of this. This would be a bathe in the fire move. But it would finally get rid of Nitocris? It would. Ever since Edith met Zara underneath that house, I think every single thing she's done to try to help Zara or stop Zara and then inevitably stop Nitocris. Every single time, it feels like she's failed. So if this is going to be the one time that she can actually kill this monster, then yeah, she's she's going to do it. She's going to bathe in the fire, or whatever. Bathe in the lava. That's what I call this move. You perform an amazing feat of strength. Using everything in your power, you make your mother proud, and you just go for it. You slowly find yourself falling within the folds of her body as you rip and tear and rip and tear. The two of you merge as one being for a moment, and you, from the inside, detonate the suicide switch. And as you... Feel the consciousness within you slowly fade away as you're finally able to go to peace. A familiar voice speaks to you. Everybody deafen. Except Edith. 
uh, Clark, Devin. Okay, I guess I'll just leave. Um, so, Vaz comes to you. Not as the homeless man, not as a hobo, but as the four-armed uh, man on a white horse. And he gets off the horse, and he says, So, you took her, you took her out. Finally. Long enough. That form of my brother is truly pesky. Isn't she? Yeah. Come yeah, with me. Was. I've got one last thing. You can say goodbye to your friends. Let me take you to a little place. A secret garden, I know. Welcome to Dream Sri Lanka. And here you are at the tea party at the end of the world. Stay quiet. Don't let the others see anything. Okay, let me... But they will get to see you one last time. Before you, Edith is gone. The bloated woman is dead. A creature destroyed before your very eyes. You are enraged. You are confused. You're baffled. There's no clue what to say. Even Sir Aubrey Penhue is in shock. Because the giant creature he just summoned is dead. Clara, oh. it's your turn in initiative. What happened? So it is. Where are we? Who are we? What's happened? Um. There are many good questions like that. I wouldn't blame Clara if you chose to play the exit card right now. But you don't have to. I will wait. I will wait. That's fair. It's dishonorable to, it's dishonorable to turn tail and run now. Oh, we'll get back to you. Uh, do you want to go try to take out Pen here? Or would you prefer to go start securing the rocket? <clears throat> I think... Uh, excuse me. I think I'm going to go and help get the rocket ready. We need that. You run straight up. Penhue is going to take an is going to take an attack of opportunity and he will cast a spell. Uh roll willpower. Yep. Uh-oh. Oh. Not good. Oh, Not good. Oh no, I passed. It's okay. Bit good. He got a little 12, bit though. He got a 12. That one? He got a 12, so that means he passed on extreme. Oh, beans. Oh yeah, he got me. <laughs> beans, yeah. Beans. Yeah, at least you can use luck now, I think. He says, Iach, Iach, Cthulhu Fatagen! Oh no. 
From his hand, it shifts into a tentacle. It reaches out and wraps around you. A vice-like grip constricts your body, taking away... 25 strength points. Oh. Oh. Ouch. That... Rude. What are you... <laughs> that was approximately half of my strength to stay in. What are you at now? Well... At 25 now, I had 50. And now I don't. That's not good. I was Saul, and now I'm Saul. You try to run, but you're caught in this grasp. A willpower check on your next turn will be used to determine if you break free. Toprock, it is your go. What the... You're at the bottom of the staircase. You see Sir Aubrey Penhew above you. I just... Nowhere to go but up, I guess. I'm very confused. <laughs> yeah, just... Keep... You attack... You attacking Ben here? Uh, I, I think, yes. <laughs> All right, it's going to be myself a problem. Okay. Uh, I'm just going to wipe this guy off the face of the earth, I think. Cosmic waves? Of course. <laughs> Go for it. Uh, he's a tough nut, isn't he? He's pretty tough. He's got a lot of magic points in him. And he's very young and spry. How dare he? How dare he? Even though he's like 55 or something. Alright, we're starting with an uh, easy 10 magic points. And easy. that will come... 20 d20. 20 d20, go for it. Or 20 uh, d10. 10. Shit. Yeah. Is that meant to be another interpretation? That's another interpretation. Yeah, I'm like, that doesn't look like Penny, I don't think. 132. Three. Oh my god! Roll spring! <laughs> Roll for the spells! Four tens. Nice. Yeah, uh, it fail he fails his const- Well, okay, he passed his constitution, but with that level of a score, bam, knockout! <laughs> He's knocked out, the tentacle reaches back into his hand, he flies backwards, his pharaoh headdress goes flying off, and as it does, he age catches back up to him. Be gone. Lewis, it's your turn. There's nothing in the way, yeah, I can go for the rocket. Yeah, you can get to the rocket. Yeah, I'm gonna go for the rocket, uh... Just, you know, uh, whoever's down there, uh, get get going, open the thing up, I'm gonna go plant this on the rocket. One of the scientists gets ready for that. The battle continues to rage on. Real quick, while Lewis is going for the rocket, I'm now going to resolve the battle. Oof. Oh, no! 
the forces of the forces of the deep ones are keeping them away from opening the rocket door. It looks like even though you'll be able to reach the rocket, Lewis, the battle isn't working. But remember that luck roll I asked Toprock to do last session? No. You weren't there for that. Yeah. Edith, do you remember that? I know you're dead. You can comment on this. I don't I I asked I asked Toprock for a luck roll and I said I will determine, I will tell you what that means at a future point. And oh, it's also I remember. Results. This is the result of that luck roll. Oh, Professor Demir, you fucking legend. You Remember the prophecy. When the sun rises, the tide of battle will turn. Mm. Remember the Japanese Navy officer? Guess who came mm. with reinforcements? It's the sun has arrived on the island. Ah, the, the sun. sun. Oh. I see. The, the rising sun. Yeah, I see. The rising sun lands on the island. Yeah. He charges in with the navy. The battle is redone. Navy versus. Oh wait. Whoops! I screwed that roll up. I'm gonna do that one more time. My bad. Okay. 19 versus the tide of battle turns. And what looked like a definite route, the Japanese Navy comes in. This one boat filled with the Navy comes charging in, busts up this open. One of Jack Malone runs for the switch. He pulls it. The door begins to open. Lewis, you arrive onto the rocket. Before you, you see the satellite that's installed in there. I'm just going to ask for a mechanical repair check to make the switch. Yeah, just pull that bitch out, throw mine in. Yep. Come on. I'm spending the three luck. It's it's working. It's working. You get that in there. It's in its place. You get away from the rocket as fast as you can. Yeah. You, you pull, you hit, you go to the launch bay. And you send that thing off. Right to the moon! <laughs> As the rocket is preparing its count, its countdown, you tell everyone to evacuate. You flee yeah, yeah. from the island. What is everyone else doing? I just want to make sure, because, like, you all have to flee the island because the rocket's about to launch. Yeah. I know what I'm doing. Get rid of the evidence. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you're oh, running. It's time for the train. Oh, that's uh, even better. Uh, you got a train, train to catch. Get on the train. You got a train to catch. Yeah. You work with you work with uh, with Odette. The two of you begin to move the shot glass and the figure eight. You both know the spell from all those years ago. And as you move it around and get the circle going, the train arrives. It's the Doom Train pre Marion. And it shows up, the Liverpool Express. You all, uh, everybody hops on. Clara, do you hop on? Yup, I'm gonna, we're gonna get away from this explosion, so yeah, I'm boarding. I don't wanna die like this. Hell yeah. yeah. You all hop into the train. You stay in the pocket dimension for a little bit. And as you're all, like, everybody's on the train. Like, this is the most the Doom train has ever taken. <laughs> I can't believe that. Yeah, whole army, whole navy. Oh. Did the navy hop on? 
Yeah, uh, some Navy soldiers hopped on. Whoa, what the hell? We fought fish people? <laughs> but of course it's in Japanese, so you have no clue what they're saying. But it's like, oh my god, this is the weirdest thing I've ever... What the hell? Uh, insert your own joke about the Japanese train system being crowded here. Um, <laughs> god. Uh, but yeah, everybody's like packed in tight here. We did it. We actually did it. Fucking did it. Lost the lot of it, saved the world. Lost yeah. Edith, though. Oh my god. I mean, we knew what we were getting into. I know, but... It's, it's a shame. Still. Yeah. Do you ever think we can truly remove these cults, or do you think we'll always kind of be around? I mean, look how long they've been here for now. Hey, listen. If anything, we got a space layers that'll help us out now. Yes, we do. Mm, yes, we no. do. No. What? Huh? Uh, Clara? Hey, hey, okay. Clara, you good? No. Okay, these people after that fight, yeah. What's wrong? She's just kind of maybe maybe smiling a little. Like it's 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 an odd smile. You're giving me the creeps here. Uh, come on. We did it. We can Yeah. Come on. I know we you we lost I don't know what to say. That's <clears throat> that's that's the way it is. That's the way it is. Yeah. I've seen something similar to this uh, before. Monsieur Chrysler, uh, he, Laszlo, my friend Fritz pops up. It was a similar thing that happened. I think Clara is going through a very similar thing. I don't know if we're going to get her back, Jack. Surely we can do better this time. We have to. Yeah. I suppose. Uh, Toprak, you're my friend and I trust you more than anyone, but you don't know what the death of Laszlo did to me. Or any of my friends in the war. But this is the kind of thing I joined the trust to try to prevent. You think enough time has passed? We can get off the train. Now let's see. Yeah, uh, like some quick calculations in my head, I suppose. Uh, yeah, but time uh, moves a bit faster here. It is, and I think it should be launched by now. All right. 
the train pulls back into the station or the volcano. You step outside. You see the faint glimmers of the smoke trail through the roof of the volcano. The rocket traveling upward and upward. All of you sit at the bottom of this little island, watching it go into space. What does everyone do in the time up to the date of the eclipse? Well, surely we gotta test the laser. <laughs> I'm spending my time with Clara, I think. Yeah, probably. That, that's more serious than Yeah. You spend time with Clara as much as you can. Clara, what are you doing? Tell, tell us everything. Well, with the limitations of audio, there's more going on in her head than she can convey verbally. In fact, even if she had like all of her speech faculty, she probably couldn't explain exactly what it is she's thinking. But now, like, especially after, I, I wasn't going to go for this, but the whole, you know, Kulu Fatagan that's given me the idea, she's now hyper aware of the decay and death of her own body, and she's just perpetually scared, <laughs> jumpy. Yeah. Yeah. But she's, you know, waiting for the eclipse. <laughs> Hanging with you, you lovely people, apparently. The trust does all it can in the time between seeing if it can stop the apocalypse. You all wait and pray. And then, when the night of the eclipse comes, on January the 14th, 1926, a curious dream occurs for you. You all fall asleep. And when you wake up, you find yourself at a thick, dense jungle. Vegetation everywhere. As you move some plants to the side, you come towards the sound of music, of a flute playing. And you hear the voices of somebody who you've met before. Well, Glad to see you could make it, you three. Here to watch the eclipse. Never seen you in a while. Mr. Vaz in his real form as a four-armed man approaches you as he gets off of his horse. Do you see the other versions of Vaz as a as a homeless man, as a hobo? Playing flutes and banging drums, playing the music you hear right now. You sit around at the tea party. From the bushes emerges. Uh, come on out, dear. It's time. You can get to say goodbye. Edith? 
Oh. I thought I would do you one favor and let you say goodbye. You got to with Bennett. Nice to see you again. <laughs> you too. <laughs> in uh, this portal opens up in the middle of the tea party as you all sit down and get ready for tea this old man walks out from a portal his beard long and flowing with a trident in his hand he walks up and goes oh Vashta it's been so long have I missed the eclipse yet? Oh, no, 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 it's starting, brother. Please, please, come join us. Oh, perfect, perfect. He says, brother, uh, you say? Uh, yes, this is my uh, older brother. You may know me as uh, Neptune, or is it Odin? Yahweh? Uh, you people give me so many names. Nodens. Oh. No. Nodens. Hmm. Oh. Yes. I keep creating you, and you still keep... Well, I have, we always have to reset. Reset? Yes. That's what we're seeing if it happens today. The reset. Where we have to try again to get it right this time. Speaking of which... Another portal opens up. Uh, I swear, brother, you always have to show up at this weird time. Ah, hello again. Pleased to see you. The Black Pharaoh enters. Relax, ah, relax, I mean you no harm. Not this time, anyway. I'm just here to see if you actually succeeded or not. Wait, so... We're all brothers here, after all, says Vaz. We're still waiting on one more guest, but he'll take a while. So if you just care to talk about anything, uh, we're here for your, uh, we're here. I know I shouldn't ask us, but some seeds of doubt are shown in our heads when we didn't show up for a while. Yes. Uh, unfortunately, I've, unfortunately, per the way the uh, cosmic ties that bind, I can't interfere too much. If I do, it's considered a miracle, and the tenth miracle always has to be the destruction of the world. Does it? It's Oof. unfortunately the rules. I don't write them. So... So y'all do... All y'all... Odin, the, whatever... Nudens, the Black King, you... You just do this because it's... You just... It's like a job? It's more, it's in our nature. We don't know why we do it. We just have to. I hope you gave a good show. Oh, yeah. you gave a very good showing indeed. I mean, I'm very proud of all of you. It is difficult, admittedly, but we can do such things. So if... If he failed, what, what happens? Well, father yeah. wakes up and we have to reset the universe one more time. Odin strike. But then the Dreamlands becomes the next Earth, and then I have to do the usual resets. 
It's complicated. Basically, we would go to the next world. I've been working on it for a long time now. I don't know if you've been keeping... How many have the... How many resets? They all look at each other. We've lost count. Oh. Father see if would he got lucky. Father's a bit of a dumbass. <laughs> don't say that about Father. He is truly respectful. Ah, you've always been a kiss-up, you. I turn back to the others. Well, I mean, I got a good feeling about what we've done here, I think. I think we may have probably did it, yeah. Yes, yes. A final portal opens up for the fourth and final guest. I don't know why I was invited here. This seems quite bizarre. I don't... I've been following you for... Well, five, six? For a long time, but... Uh, I only get to meet you now. It's quite unfortunate, really. Ah, speak for yourself, Waddy! What do I know? <laughs> Forgive me, uh, apologies. Vitus Varnus. And Mac! Shut up. Mm. Not in front of the guests. Uh, <sighs> no, you. Are you like another brother, or...? No, no, I, I just uh, narrated your, uh, your story. You wouldn't believe it, but your show has been an absolute hit amongst intergalactic audiences. Lovely. It's... it's a weird circumstance. Uh, fortunately, though, uh, I hadn't got the chance to meet any of you. Uh, I'm so dead about me sometime. Oh, and apologies for your untimely demise, Miss Hayes. I'm very sorry. Untimely... It seemed like the best time in the moment. I mean, so. again, you, you saved us all. Yes. Now oh, you're getting yeah, that hug. Here it comes. Hey, hug. Hug. hug time. Come on. Just hug pile. Don't hug. Get in here. My six no, foot nine said. frame. Remember Biggest something. bear hug. Oh, ah. Yes, you're one of my son's friends. What? Well, the three, the, the three of you. Uh, not, not her. Uh, Yes, yes. Uh, yes. And friend? He had a name on Earth. Uh, Charlie. He was... What? It's a complicated relationship. You just have to understand that I am the father of all Night Gaunts, and, well, he had a little bit of the blood in him. Ah. <laughs> You're saying Charlie was... Son yes. of an instrumental being thing. Oh yes, uh, one of my knights. What? What? But, but, <laughs> Charlie. That's he, he didn't know. Was... He was still discovering his powers. I'm guessing that's where he apparently ran off to at the end of it all. He's with that. Uh, what's her name? Uh, yes, yes, the huntswoman. She, yes, uh, she's been. Very much active in, uh, with an organization on your planet. I recommend oh. looking into it. Apologies, sir, but... Uh, the band has stopped. Oh. It's time, then, isn't it? Yeah. As you look up 
from the realm of dream Sri Lanka, you look to the sky, and the eclipse begins. It's time for the final scoring. So, ah. Here goes I'm going to break the cards. As players, I'm going to break down everything you did. Yeah. And uh, we will go into your final score. Here's all the mistakes you made in this entire year. Basically. So, in Arkham, <laughs> you managed to defeat the Church of the Passover Angel perfectly. Good. So, plus zero to the score. Okay. In New York, the bloody tongue is still around. But Madari was stopped. Madari was stopped. So, plus two to the score. Mm -hmm. In London, the Brotherhood of the Pharaoh was defeated in full. So, plus one to the score. Yay! We missed that. Was that just a default? Low that is the default, yeah. Okay. In Cairo, Omar al-Shakti is still alive. Plus three points to the score. Oh. In addition, Nitocris was summoned. Plus one to the score. Well, we stopped in the end. In Istanbul, the Brotherhood of the Skin was defeated once and for all. Plus zero. Oh, good. In Vienna, the ritual failed. Plus zero. Okay. Mm -hmm. In Berlin, good so far. the ritual failed. Plus zero. Mm -hmm. In Nairobi, the spawn and Maweru is dead. That would be only a plus two. But the mm -hmm. Eye of Light and Darkness was cast. It divides the total for the chapter by two, so only plus one. Oh, nice. Good. Casting the Eye of Light and Darkness divides a score by two. Mm. Uh, let's see. In Australia, Houston and the Cult are defeated. Plus one. But the purple statue was still there, so plus two. In Shanghai, the leadership is defeated, but the cult still lives. Plus two. Oh. I was just going <laughs> We combined. You a grand total of six, ten, thirteen. We've been counting. Wait, did we have what? what? We counted twelve. <laughs> twelve? Sorry, my bad. One, I think it's because the two one was halved because of the yes, eye of darkness. Ah, yes. So, Phew, we can count. <laughs> so, this would mean you have 12 points, which is above the threshold to get the lesser horror. You avoided the end of the world, but something would happen. Yay. Oh, wait. <laughs> I'm not done. But wait. No. Every oh, clock you destroyed. Six marine macrometers is minus one point to the total. Oh, so okay. minus six. Oh, nice. Uh, four, okay, so... Yeah. So it'll be one, six. So... Six. And with a final total a of six, number. at eight or less, the horror is averted. Woo! Woo! The eclipse happens, and... Nothing. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Hey, That's guys, a nice eclipse. Like you did a good nothing. this time around. The world well, continues to spin for another day. Vaz takes all of the versions of himself. They wrap themselves together as one person and looks to all of you and goes, 
it would appear as if you the world has passed a test. Eh, for now, brother, for now. Hey. We'll try again in a hundred years. And then we will see. Oh, why are we doing eh, we eh. I have all the time in the world. For now, brother, the tea has been lovely. Ah, uh, yes. I believe a reward is in order. Vaz speaks. Lastly, three apples fell from the sky. One for our story's heroes. An apple appears before you. It is split into equal pieces. And mm. one for the person who told the tale. Ah, so that's why I was invited. Mm. Vitus takes a bite. Nom, nom. Yes, you know, uh, I haven't had food in ages. <laughs> and one we... for those who listen to Promise to Share. An apple appears before you, dear audience. Right in front of you, there is an apple. <laughs> and with that, they all achieve their heart's desires. Let us now step up and settle into their thrones. Shoprock, you recognize sending to a story. But that is not necessarily the truth. Because we have the fates of everyone hereafter. Edith, you will be spending the rest of your days in the dreamlands. That is your afterlife. Brad. That's the worst place to go. <laughs> and I leave it to all of you to decide how your story ends. I do have one point for Toprock, depending on what happens. But we will see. I... I know I still got one thing left. Which is? My question. What would you like to ask? Oh, shit. <laughs> I have a question. I, I was gonna... being so smart and smirk, and oh, shit, I didn't think this hard. Everyone's true. looking at you, Professor. You have oh. time to decide. Clara, what will you do? Ah. Now's your opportunity. After the tea now party, it's... what do you do? Well, things went very well on the whole, but there's pretty much no undoing what was done. Some there people wasn't. would say, some people might say Clara took it too far. She would argue back if she could, but she hasn't yet taken it far enough. So, you're going to do it? So, yes. You don't. You use everything within you. A sacrifice most great. You travel to a place not far from where the apocalypse was said to occur. Traveling into the mountains of the Himalayas, you find a plateau. And there, you sacrifice your body and permanently enter the realm of the dreams. No one knows what happened to Clara after the tea party. Jack has been searching and trying to figure it out to this very day. As you're all trying to figure it out. Clara, you spend the rest of your days in dream. Able to relive your life as if your body was full. And with that, much like Marion before you, you become another one of the many people roaming about 
the space between spaces. Lewis, what are you up to? I feel that uh, after the tea party, Lewis, Lewis continues down the path he's been going down for the uh, last quite while. He's going further into his, to experiments, making more and more gadgets. I'm sure that. Over time, some get lost, some get taken. Yeah, keeps on making though, helps out with the trust. Of course, we know what happens come the 40s, but we'll get to that later. We'll handle the 40s when the 40s arrive. I would like to ask though, Louis, uh, do you still go see that girl in Berlin, Charlotte? I think so. Yeah. It's one thing after everything that's happened, we, we get to settle down. Toprock, you're still the head of the trust. Though, maybe you can ask the book about someone. I wanted to see if you would want to use that option. Uh, okay. What to do? Honestly, I was thinking of using it as a way to improve or lessen the fates of some of us, but pretty good already. The only thing I might do is one day send Jack a letter, invite him over to a little estate in some nature, as I hmm, I lay the book in front of him and tell him that I can figure out. What happened to Clara, if he so desires? Jack Malone would later leave the trust. But his story is not over yet. The Grackle continues to be a superhero in New York, though a middling one at best. Prahit Singh went back to England and continues to be a loyal member of the trust to this day. The fates of the others are left unknown, for now. But keep your eyes on Sasha, in particular. She's going to be important. And so, we'll end our story where it began. Toprak Demir, alone in his house in Istanbul, studying some books, reading over tomes researching the next great adventure and recording it all down and writing the testimony about the masks of Nyarlathotep, about all that he learned, and the god of Vaz. When, once again, on a cold, rainy night, a man is knocking at the door. Do you open it, Toprak? Indeed I do. It's Ramahotep, the librarian? He's soaking wet. Uh, Professor, come in, come in. Professor, it, 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 it's about the Clara thing. And, and Edith as well. I, I, I don't know what to explain, but maybe even Marion? I, 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 he, he sits down with you. You're not making sense. Please, slow down. Uh, yes, yes. Well... I was looking through some case files. 
digging through uh, adventures of other people's past, trying to see if I could figure out anything about where she could have possibly ended up, where Clara could have gone. But, but here was the weird thing. I was looking at a case from 1923, just around the same year Marion disappeared. In fact, the exact same year. And you know what I found? It was a record of some people. They were traveling from China to India. And they found, they spotted three women, each who looked like Clara, Edith, and, and Marion. All were there at some, at the place known as the Plateau of Lang. What's this? Oh, I completely forgot. Uh, this just in, ladies, folks, and gentlemen. I'm released from my contract. The Migo have made their ruling. I've done all the jobs I need to do for them. I never have to host this show again. I'm free. I'm free. You don't want to be, do you, laddie? Honestly, Mac, I... I never thought I'd say this. I... I don't think I can leave. The show means too much to me. Well, doesn't mean you have to not take this opportunity. Nothing says in the contract we can't just keep returning to the studio. After all, K2 is technically our property, along with the archives. You do have a point, though K2 is a bit too sentient for me to claim ownership. Eh, respectable, laddie. But, uh, maybe we should go on vacation. Yeah, a vacation. That would be, uh... Oh, that'd be nice. Just an opportunity to... get away from it all. Ooh, the Tuva Prime is good this time of, uh, this time on the Earth. The Tuva Prime? Home of the sentient bear people? Yeah, yeah, let's go, uh... Yeah, you know... I think this is worth it. Yeah, yeah. Let's go take a vacation. Well, uh... Ladies, folks, and gentlemen, uh, we'll be back. But, uh... You know what? As the old song goes... So long is not goodbye. Start smiling, lips of rosy hue. I must leave, you are blue. Lips beguiling, just forget to sign. So long is not goodbye. Cheerio, cherry lips, cheerio. Won't you give? me a smile when I go. You shouldn't look so blue because everyone loves that smile of yours. Cheerio when the moon sails along. In your heart sing a bright little song. 
Someday I'll kiss away your troubles and woe. Cheerio, cherry lips, cheerio. Oh, Jesus, Mighty, you're so trite. You're breaking out the song at the end. What, Mac? It's tradition. Besides, we can't just leave them waiting here for us to return. We gotta give them something to look forward to. You know, there is that moment where Toprock gives a lecture and... Yeah, what if we just play them a recording of that? Yeah, that'll buy us some time. A, a solid season of uh, Toprock lecturing will get us far. I like your style, Mighty. Besides, Vatuva Prime awaits for us. Oh, hang on, we got, a, we got another verse. Cheerio, cherry lips, cheerio. Won't you give me a smile when I go? You shouldn't look so blue because Everyone loves that smile of yours Cheerio when the moon sails along In your heart sing a bright little song Someday I'll kiss away your troubles and woe Cheerio, cherry lips, cheerio See you next time, everybody. folks, Nash here. Thought I'd just uh, end off this season by giving uh, proper credit where credit is due. The scenario Mr. Corbett was by Michael DeWolf. The Deadlight was by author uh, Alan Bly. A Mother's Love by Seth Skorkowski. And Miss Dues by Mike Mason. Masks of Nyarlathotep is, of course, by Larry Dottilio and Lynn Willis, with uh, assistance for this edition by Mike Mason, Dr. Lynn Hardy, Paul Fricker, and Scott Darward. Uh, and of course, Call of Cthulhu is owned by Chaosium and made by Sandy Peterson. Without all of these people who helped design such an amazing scenario and an amazing system, this podcast wouldn't be here. And as always, I am your humble servant, Nash Farmer, editor, producer, director, and keeper for this scenario. But it's not over yet. We got one last episode of Masks of Nyarlathotep, and then we'll begin Children of Fear. I'll see you in the postmortem. <laughs>